Hello, everybody, and welcome back. This is episode six of the daily, no, sorry, the weekly string podcast, not the daily. And uh, <laughs> I am your host, Silas. I'm accompanied by my co host, Aiden, and we are back with the full gang. We have Jackson and Andrea back with us today. Ah, oh, man, it's always good to have the full gang back together. We have missed our number one bestie since like two episodes ago so you know uh how are you guys feeling i feel like i got hit by a bus but i'm glad to be (laughs) aren't we all i uh uh, feel absolutely fatigued from the gym like two hours ago but no pain no gain my man jackson is putting in the work you know the hours he's gonna take what's ours And uh, Aiden, how are you doing since our last last meeting? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling like um, I think this is almost the daily podcast at this point. We're posting every day on Monday and Friday. So I know it I feels good to have a schedule. Yeah, it is nice. It is nice. And for anyone who doesn't know, we do post Mondays, Fridays at 12 o'clock. So it's midday. Tune in mm-hmm. whenever you feel like it, though. Um, yeah, we're you can, this is episode right six. You can listen to the last five. Exactly. Ooh. Lots of content. episode four. Yeah, the best. that one was pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah. So, no so, oh, jinx. Oh, uh, go you for are... it. No, okay. You, you go for it. <laughs> oh, thanks. All right. So, I think what we'll uh, jump right into is uh, mass mandates and what's going around uh, around the country, uh, mm-hmm. and how people are thinking about it, and how it's crazy that it's took over two years to start to actually move forward and progress. Uh, mm-hmm. through the whole mask thing. I know that a lot of schools, especially around our area, Silas, um, are starting to drop the mask mandate. I know a lot of colleges are still keeping it, which is interesting. But I think as time goes on, I think we're going to see a slow progression of um, uh, mask lift mandates and hopefully later down the road, uh, vaccine mandates. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think with the, with the mask, at least, um, we're seeing it you know, in our local area, we're getting closer to, to possibly removing them. We're seeing it in big, in, you know, really big states like California, even, which is really crazy to believe. Um, in my personal opinion, I think it has a lot to do with the 2022 midterms. But uh, what are what are your thoughts, uh, Jackson or Andrea? Okay, um, I think that it's nice to see everybody start taking masks off um i think like we were talking um back when we all recorded our first episode together i think people are starting to realize like they can't let the fear control them Mm -hmm. um and i think people are starting to really realize like okay you can build immunity to this um and like that's why we have immune systems and like it'll wreck it like if you get it it'll recognize that this is COVID, we can fight this off. It's no problem. Um, so yeah, I think it's good to see everyone taking masks off. I'm a, I'm a pretty feel like, so with the mask mandates, uh, our governor, like Virginia's governor finally got rid of them uh, like this year. And it was a big uproar in Northern Virginia. Like everybody was like, bored. Well, it's just for school. I don't know about the rest of like, like the outside, like the theaters, all that mm-hmm. stuff, right? 
But uh, it was Youngkin, so he was like, yeah, taking all the math minutes. I was like, he said that on like the day of his inauguration. Everybody went wild. And um, he was like effective like a week later. And uh, so it was, math became optional uh, in our county. But the thing is, a lot of people are getting tweeted differently because of they're not wearing masks, me included. But um, <laughs> my mom just came in and said uh, good night. But uh, so it, it, it just comes with a lot of like, I'm not really worried about like what people really think about mm-hmm. like, how, I, how I think about things. I, we all really shouldn't, you know, nobody should really care too much about what other people think. But it, it, it does get to me that sometimes I'm being uh, like mistreated at school because of I'm not wearing a mask. Like I, I'm practicing, you know, my free will. I can do what I want. It's a country, right? America. Yeah. I think that that is, it's one of those things that has become so common nowadays and especially in this age of COVID and um, as, you know, the world becomes more digitized and you know everything is being seen by everybody that it has become increasingly easy for somebody else to step into another's life and say hey i don't like this you should do this because i said so or just you know you whether it be a photo online and you get uh, some really nasty comments or it be somebody that you know in real life going i'm going to treat you differently because you're making this decision it it is so backwards and just so um destructive i guess is the word to say because you know yeah you you have the ability to dislike something that i or somebody else may do and you have the ability to protect yourself against something if you see fit but I think it's really, really wild to, to continue to see people stepping over that line and saying, you must do as I say, because I believe it to be right. And in some cases, some cases that they may be necessary when it's actually causing uh, harm or danger to, um, to others. But, and the science shows that masks aren't really doing anything um, it, it takes about eight, I, I actually watched a video on this. It took about six to eight masks to stop water, uh, moisture from getting out. And the virus is smaller than that. So it, yeah, it's, it's very, very, um, difficult to see people treating others so badly based off of this. Right. I think the funniest thing is what you were saying with water molecules and the moisture through the mask. Up here in the Northeast Kingdom, we saw that instantly, like last winter, or not last winter, but the winter before in 2020. We knew right when we started putting on the masks and you could see your breath through the mask, mm-hmm. that it was pointless. I mean, you could watch where all your breaths are going and where all the bacteria and all that's going. Um, I think it's kind of, um, it's honestly shocking that's taken us almost two years to finally wake up and start realizing what people have been saying that masks are useless, that the vaccine isn't doing everything that they said it was going to, that children under the age of, I think it was five, aren't getting affected by COVID. Like these things we've known for so long, but now the government wants to address it and say that it's a new thing that we're all figuring out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are people that are falling right behind them with it, which is just shocking that there's still, there's still people that are following them tooth and nail. Cause I know a lot of people are starting to break away from the government and start questioning everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is good. You need to question the government. You shouldn't be just blindly following them. 
Yeah, that's a stupid idea. And I, just, I, yeah. What you done? Oh no, I think just as it's so horrible to see people being mistreated in, say, in person for expressing their right to choose whether to wear a mask or not. It's the same thing. Um, it's the same thing with being treated differently for having a different opinion. The way that so many people, I I feel like us included, I'm sure, have been. Uh, labeled conspiracy theorist because we say hey I'm going to question this because I don't fully trust it and we're now are living in in this um, authoritarian state in some cases for a lot of people where if you don't comply if you don't think with, like we do we will we will just you know hammer you down we will make it so that as if you can't be trusted for simply expressing a different possibility and it's really really scary right yeah i think we've uh we personally me and you Silas, at our school we uh for the first couple of years um we kind of saw that a lot where our our views on everything was um definitely hated and even the school itself kind of addressed it it wasn't full on addressed, but it was kind of off to the side if you knew what was going on you kind of realized that it was getting addressed mm-hmm. um which is very interesting that even the school kind of acknowledged us. And I wouldn't say it was in a terrible way. They weren't bashing us or anything, but it was definitely. Um, Suppression I do existed. Right. right. Yeah. I do know a teacher, though, that was kind of ridiculous. I don't want to say names, but. Yeah, we, we won't name names. but Right. But no, it's it's definitely interesting. And I know like we've we've had political talks with people. I don't um, and we don't. I don't like to bash people because we do have our own opinions. Mm-hmm. I can I can disagree just the same as they can disagree, but at the end of the day, just you gotta understand that we're all people, and there's no need to start bashing each other for stuff they believe in. Yeah. Um, either come to terms with it, or just um, kind of realize that even though it's not something you agree with, you just have to accept that that's also what they agree with. Mm-hmm. Have well, either people don't. Oh, go ahead. No, no I was asking <laughs> oh. if you had gone through this. Um, no. So, like, that's where people don't. Re- I feel like people just need to realize, like, you can walk away, like, from the conversation. You don't need right. to sit there and like trash someone for their opinions. Like, it's like Aiden was saying, you can realize that they disagree with you and that you disagree with them, but like, you don't need to sit there and, like, it's gotten to the point where, like, like we were talking about online, like nasty comments like death threats and things like that that doesn't need to be made over like a disagreement in opinions and that's where that like lack of respect like just for people as humans isn't coming through yeah right um especially in times like these right now i know that the whole war with ukraine that is just it's rough on everyone um, it's a lot less rough on us because we're not really seeing the full effect of it, but it is still a looming um, fear. So just kind of start respecting each other a little bit more. Uh, know that we are all neighbors. And at the end of the day, as American citizens, we are all partners with each other and that we should grow together instead of trying to fight each other. Um, if a nation isn't strong, which it really isn't right now, um, then we're doomed for failure in any sense. So. Mm-hmm. Definitely scary times we live in because I know I don't know if it was a agenda of theirs or if it just kind of happened, but politics have definitely divided us into a crazy amount. Almost like it's a sports game, you know. It's mm-hmm. very, very interesting. 
Yeah, I was about to say something about like the sports because like I was gonna make a like NFL, right? You know, my team is the Bengals. Uh, you guys have a team, right? Like, there's always going to be times when you're like, oh, my quarterback's better than yours, or, like, yours is better than mine. And we'll have, like, we'll have, have these debates. But what we all don't, what, like, the politics don't understand is that we're all still loving football. We all watch football, and we're all, like, still together in the end because we all want, just want to watch good football games in the right. end, right? Yeah. And I guess that's just, like, that's what politics are missing. Like, people, like, you got to realize that we're all on one team. We're all on the one team, and that's like the United States of America. And if we're not on, if we're not all, we all, we're all not going to be on the same page, obviously. But if we all can, you know, agree to disagree, make sure that you know, we're all not going to be getting in a nuclear warfare soon, right? Which that would be the absolute worst case of like that's like the bottom of the bottom. But we just mm. we we can't make stupid decisions that especially at this time because we got russia which is just 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 tearing up like ukraine already took a major city it, it, it's not going well and i don't know what's gonna happen but like the future is looking crazy right now yeah and that's one of those things that i've i've noticed and it's a very scary thing uh to try to process is that like you said you know we're no matter which team you're on, you're still part of the NFL and you're still trying to watch a game. Um, but what I've seen in, you know, U.S. politics in, a, in some cases is that um, even though we're all, you know, we're all Americans and that's the goal is to be united. Um, I've seen cases where I question the, the motives behind some people's actions and I go, are they really playing for for you know this team, or are they, you know, swapping it up and helping another? And you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go and call somebody a a traitor or something like that. But I've I've seen things that don't make sense and actions that cause cause a lot of question. And they go, why in the world would would this person do this, or why what is the reasoning behind that um and sometimes i i legitimately can't come up with an answer and it's it's very scary to live in a time where you can't trust those who are making decisions that impact your life and obviously i think people have been going through that for the last 250 years you know as at least for america and for thousands of years um in other places but sim I, I think that they dovetail. It is both in one that we must be united and work together, but also question things. Don't just go with the status quo. And um, I think once once those two can kind of come together, work um, cooperatively, that is when things will begin to thrive. Um, you know. Right. Yeah. Um very interesting times and i guess since we're on the page of politics i guess we can talk about um when are we on the page of politics <laughs> yeah i know we're always always circle back to it it's interesting um like a Biden, yeah Biden's uh speech that he gave um for the state of the union uh and the lash out that the uh republican party uh i think it was two of the women 
I know uh, one of them was uh, Representative Lauren Boebert. Right. And I'm not sure who the other one was. It right. was um, it was a very disappointing display. Um, right. Almost kind of reminds me of the debate between Biden and Trump. We're kind of going back down to that low. Um, yeah. That was entertaining, though. I kind of liked right. watching it. They were just, <laughs> just like just calling each other names, and I was like, "Yeah, ma, get the popcorn." It's interesting. It's like because that at first we never watched like so like first like back in like 2016, my family always wanted to tune into like Donald Trump like debate with like at the primary, mm-hmm. right? Because we knew that he wasn't even going to try to like say like stuff political. He was just going to go after the other guy and just just humiliate him, and it was funny. Like, Jeb it, Bush it was... took a hit that day. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I mean, because I wanted, well, personally, I wanted Marco Rubio to win, right? I was a big Marco Rubio guy. And mm-hmm. then I realized that, I, I realized now that, you know, Trump was the only person that could have beaten Hillary out of that entire lineup, right? But um, it's it just like, well, this is a different topic for now. It's just like that entire thing with uh, Trump, you know, Biden. No, it's just an unintelligible, uh, you know, yelling, which is kind of comical, but it, but the display that the, you know, the, the two congresswomen, or is it women or is it just, uh, yeah, I believe it was two congresswomen, yeah, two women. Okay. The, the display, and I haven't seen it, but like, it's going back to, going back to what I said at the last episode, if you don't know what you're saying, don't say it at all. Really? Yeah. I think a lot of people could use that yeah. advice, but, um, yeah, it was very, it's just so frustrating because it really does um it doesn't do what they thought it was it doesn't accomplish anything that they thought it was going to accomplish and it really makes everybody look bad um it makes them themselves look foolish and it makes those who may typically may agree with them on a regular basis makes them look foolish and you know no matter um i i don't i thought that that his speech was uh, was ridiculous in, in a lot of ways, but when the president, I, I don't care who it is, if the president of the United States is speaking, don't start yelling in the middle of it because you just look dumb. Um, yeah, right. so I've seen people calling for them to be expelled out of out of Congress, and I don't think that that's going to happen, and I think that that's also a bit extreme, but yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was some, some repercussion for, for the behavior because it really isn't acceptable no. No. and it um kind of puts america in a bad image yeah because uh, people from around the world are going to start watching that and this is i mean these two women are on headlines of a lot of uh news sources right now on the web so uh kind of yeah. puts america in a bad position uh looks wise yeah. like you said it's not necessary it's not needed it's kind of distasteful it um, doesn't matter who the president is, agree with him or disagree with him. There is a level of respect you do have to show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that night, those two women um, did not show any level of respect towards him. Um, I think yeah. it was more of a, not a publicity stunt, but more of a thing that they thought might get more um, attraction on the uh, right wing side. And I think it kind of blew up in their face. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think that those people that already agree with them will some it's very similar i think that your your comparison to the trump debate is very accurate because during that debate those who were hardcore for trump were 
I'm sure were clapping and they're going, Hey, yes, he got him. And the people that disliked him and go, Oh, he's a bully and all this stuff. And then, you know, the suburban moms that are in the middle trying to decide he didn't win any of them over because that, that was, that is the, that is the give and take that I keep seeing with politicians. And uh, it's similar. And we can get into it with some of the things that Biden said um, with his speech the other night, but this give and take of people going, I'm going to go so heavy on one side that I'm going to really, I'm going to really uh, give, give my supporters what they want. And then on the other side, they're doing the same thing. But what ends up happening is this give and take where the people in the middle, they go, you, and you guys just look ridiculous because the Trump supporters loved it because they had, Oh, this is great. But he already had them. The Biden supporters are going, Oh, this is horrible. And you know, he's so bad. And, and it did, I'm sure, probably swayed a lot of the people in the middle to go, uh, that's a bad look. I'd rather go this way. And, right. and I think it's the same way with these with the congresswomen, is that the people that support behavior like that or support them are going to go, hey, this was great. Hey, good job. You made him look stupid. Mm-hmm. The people that don't like them are going to use this as ammunition against them. And the people in the middle are going to go, this was uh, was dis, uh this was unprofessional. I don't like it. And it, it really hurts the entire movement, the entire side. And it's just not smart. It, it wasn't very strategic at all. There's good ways to get attention and there's bad ways to get attention. And that was definitely a bad way. Like there's, if you're really doing something that's really making a movement or like you're talking about something that's really grabbing everyone's attention, that's like a different perspective that no one's thought of that's a great way to get attention but when you're like you guys were all saying like when you're interrupting the president of the united states whether you like him or not it's not a good look exactly either party so like you were saying if there's people in the middle they'll be like these kids these guys are like kids like why are they running the country we need to go to the other side Mm mm-hmm I uh, I personally think you know with the whole entire like the debate kind of thing, and I'm looking back on it, and you no, know, I was probably one of those people that was like, yeah, good job Trump, right? You know, because obviously I just did, just didn't ha- like the hate that I had for Joe Biden. I don't you know, hate's a strong word, but I just did not like Biden at all as a mm-hmm. person and what he de- what he stood for, what he did. I did not like him at all, and um, I think that what like. I mean, obviously, you know, you have some conspiracy thing that the election was, uh, you know, was rigged for the Democrats. There could be proof. There couldn't be proof. But all that matters is, uh, you know, that that debate probably could have changed a lot of people's minds, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Like, it it could have just completely just, like, even the people that were like, you know, I like Trump's policies, but he, he seems like a real bully. He seems like he's going to drive the country into the ground. Now, are they regretting their decision? Majority are, yeah. Like you know, you can look at the approval rates, right? Those mm-hmm. are like that's the big that's the big thing to tell of if you know if you think Biden's still doing. I, I wonder if people think that Biden's doing a good job. Not I, many. I, I wonder. I wonder. I wonder. I really do wonder. Mm-hmm. Well, last time I don't I know s- how you think they, that he could be, because like everything is just like falling apart, and he at least in my opinion, doesn't seem to be doing anything that he promised he would be doing. And things are 
just going downhill really fast. Mm-hmm. I don't even think he's even doing anything. I think he's just a puppet. But that's another thing. I I just personally think that he's not him. Like Biden himself is not making any of the decisions, and it's Nancy Pelosi and Kamala Harris or Kamala, however you say her name. They're the ones behind everything. And yeah. I, I, I promise you, this is really why we should not vote by, uh, as much as I hate to say it, we should not vote Biden out of the midterms. As much as I know we want to, that's just going to put our country just, just e- e- deeper in the hole that we're already digging ourselves in. Because I don't know if you know this, but like, uh, so basically like the Speaker of the House gets the Vice President, Vice President gets that, right? They move up and uh, yeah, very bad. Very, very bad. Not good. Not good at all. Yeah. I think it, like, the give and take thing that I explained was it going over to, to Biden's side is that he said some things um, during his speech that some of them were just good old scranjo gaffes, um, you know, calling the Ukrainian people the Iranian people because he doesn't know the difference. Um, but <laughs> One of the examples is the way that he is now trying to backtrack um, his stance on defunding the police. He he actually said, you can go find the clip, and he goes, the, the answer is not defunding the police, but we must fund the police. Mm-hmm. And he did that? Yeah, he, he did. And it's, to me, when I heard that, it made me quite frustrated because we just spent, you know, the last two years of, of him running and then becoming president of this defund the police defund the police and it's so but it's so hilarious how out of touch him and i think his handlers are because they don't understand how this is going to play out the people the people that he's now trying to appeal to are going to say are going to look at this and they're going to go oh my gosh you're an idiot because you just spent the last however many years telling us we need to defund like we don't trust you just you can't just say this now and we're going to trust you. Yeah, we've been saying we want to fund the police. And then the other side that hate that idea are, you know, Joe, how could you say this? We can't do that. We must defund the police. And so now he's not gaining, he's not going to gain any support from the right. And by saying that, he's probably going to lose even more support from the left. And so he's going to get voted out. He's. I, I have a very strong feeling that um, he will either die or like, I, oh think just, I think of just old age, I think he will either pass away before the end of term, or I think he's going to get impeached because um, just, just before President Trump uh, was or uh, left office, Nancy Pelosi wrote a, a new bill that had to do basically with a president's mental health and the ability uh, the ability to re- have a president removed, and I think that that was specifically written for Biden. Oh my um, gosh, that that could but, not have been like a more perfect thing to write for Joe Biden. But, we're literally watching we're we're watching Nancy Pelosi's plan right before our eyes. But, but I think I think that most likely, um, I I foresee a large shift in uh, during the midterm. I think that Republicans will retake the majority, and I think that. Um, a lot of them probably will uh, vote to impeach Biden because of the m- many things that he's done that actually would uh, warrant that, but un- unlike the, the last couple ones. But I think that 
I think that Republicans will, will retake a lot of seats. Um, and best case scenario in my book would be that um, Nancy Pelosi gets out of, out of the speaker position, a Republican takes that seat, um, Biden gets impeached, Kamala would then become president, which is not ideal. Um, but then at least there would be a vice, uh, the vice would be um, a Republican, which I think would be best case scenario. And then, you know, Republicans have majority and that that's my, that's my best case scenario. And I think that that could very well happen. But um, yeah, it's just, we, we talked about this a couple episodes ago. It's just so out of touch and, and th- these people and Joe specifically, he's been in, in politics and in power in like these powerful positions for just under 50 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's not, he's not this like small town guy that he portrays himself as he he's been, you know, eating out of the government's hand for first almost five decades Nancy Pelosi has been in in her position for I don't know 30 something years and you see these people they constantly year after year election after election it is constantly we're going to promise you things to make to make you like us we're then going to deliver on barely a quarter of those things and then we're going to blame our lack of success on the other side causing this great division between the people and then we're going to do it all again and people need to wake up and realize that politicians are liars no matter which side you're on they're telling you things that you want to hear and it's just not the case Mm -hmm. and i think that's where we as like a society in like a country need to hold them accountable because there's a reason we voted you into office it's because you said you were going to deliver now deliver those things and prove to us that you were the right choice Mm -hmm. right i think the biggest thing our the people need to see right now is the government works for us um we don't work for the government and i think right now um especially recently with this whole since 2020 um we've definitely just been rolling over and allowing the government to do whatever they want and just basically walk all over us. Um, it's very uh, scary to see uh, just how easily um, we all just kind of folded, uh, especially with this whole COVID. They really, I, I know in the beginning, especially my family, a lot of people got scared with the whole COVID thing at first. Mm-hmm. And um, it was kind of creepy how quickly they kind of got majority of America um, kind of in the palm of their hand with the scare tactic. And I know for a lot of America, they still have them right where they want them. And uh, it's just very scary. Yeah. But what else I, we got to talk about? Yeah, I say we're <laughs> probably beating a dead horse at this point. Right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ukraine's port city uh, falls into Russia forces. Uh, that's not very good. Yeah, I saw about that. Um, I, I saw that today uh, Moscow released their fir- the first death toll, and I believe it was just under 500 uh, Russian soldiers have, have died now, and it was, um, it was over 2,000 Ukrainian civilians um, have, 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 yeah, civilians have, that, that's, what, that's what the death toll said. And again, um, this whole situation has been really, really difficult because I'm constantly 
um, constantly seeing things and then a day or two later finding out, oh, no, that was just propaganda. That's not real. Right. Um, and I'm finding myself not un- or finding myself unable to trust just about anything about this. Um, I don't I don't trust most most media and I don't trust Russia to give accurate uh, accurate news. And, you know, Ukraine is looking for as much uh, aid as they can get so they're probably inclined to inflate things as well so it's really really difficult to find things that you can trust All right i think the the biggest thing with uh, modern day is it's great for war because everything is covered but it's also terrible because everything is lied about um propaganda posters back uh like world war one world war two is very obvious to tell fake from real um posters were put up and it was kind of shown oh russia's bad or you know german's bad and all that or america's bad um but it's very different now with modern technology i know the um ukrainian pilot um that was very the ghost of kiev yeah that was um very exaggerated and he is a true pilot i'm pretty sure from what we've got he is a real pilot but um the story about him is heavily altered uh i think it's kind of more for a um uh what's the word uh just more of a symbol for ukraine mm-hmm. more of like a like a strength type of symbol okay but, okay but like right. the mock of hunger game right kind of like it's like a modern day um like uncle sam almost for ukraine you know what i mean yeah uh, i don't know i i i understand that they i'm sure that they could use motivation and a, a mocking jay as, as jackson puts it but i i can't condone uh I, I can't back the idea that of of telling the world hey you know we we have this this powerful symbol and it ends up being a made-up story and footage from a video game and it just right. it it made me pretty frustrated because yeah it made me look stupid because I posted it. I was like, Hey, this is really interesting. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I fell for it. Too. Yeah. That's what it does. Yeah. It gets people excited because they're like, Oh, this is a really good thing. And then you get let down when you realize that, Hey, this isn't what we thought it was. Mm-hmm. Don't trust the media. Right. I learned that at a very young age. Just don't trust the media. I, um, I, Jackson I, got catfished, and ever since he just wait. can't. <laughs> well, no. First of all, no, man. But uh, no, I I learned not to trust those uh, any media uh, with um Donald Trump because um you know a lot they they were still quick to jump on the bad thing that he did, right? right? Mm-hmm. And they were so they were so like eager, like well, not eager, but they were like hesitant. Oh, I think they were eager. I think they were. Well, eager, at the bit. Yeah, but no, they were eager uh, to get the bad stuff, but they were hesitant to get the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, I, I quickly realized that, you know, do your research. Now, I I don't exactly know, like, what a good source. I mean, I use Fox News, right? But we both know that that is a conservative. We all know that it's a conservative kind of thing. It's going to be more biased towards, you know, conservatives, mm-hmm. right? And CNN for uh, the left as well. There's no, like, you, you have to, like, kind of, it, it's hard to get a news source that's, like, not biased towards either side. Mm-hmm. And it that, that's why I'm, that's why I'm, I'm so, like, 
I don't really tell people, oh, do your research. And then I pull up the article from like CNN. And I'm like, but my article from Fox News said something different. We, we all have, to, we're all going to deal with bias. Mm-hmm. I've dealt, I've dealt with bias when it comes to sports. I've dealt with bias when it comes to everything. I, 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 I know firsthand, bias. I know firsthand what bias is all about. Right. right. And, well, I know where you cannot deal with bias. The weekly streaming podcast, we try and stay as unbiased yeah. as we possibly can. Where there's we no have strings no bias attached. at all. Exactly. We have no uh, bias at all. We have, none at all. We're not, not biased. No, we're totally not like conservatives. <laughs> Even we're though not we're all very crazy Republicans. Uh, we do try to keep it pretty. Uh, I'm an alien. Yeah, we're not. A, we're not all crazy libertarians like Jackson. <laughs> right. I'm not a crazy libertarian. I'm a wild. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. No. Um. Yeah, it it this world is just so so messy. There's you can't trust anything, and it's it's terrible. And I I don't necessarily I don't think it's new. I don't think that's anything new. I don't think that um, and nowadays it is you know a hundred times easier to uh, and faster to spread information that may not be true. But I don't I don't believe that this is anything new. And I think that um, really for the last uh, I want to say probably for like the last 70, 80 years, it has become normal practice that, you know, newspapers or, or whatever media, um, and as we've become more technological, obviously that's changed, but throughout time, it has always been get what will get the reader to listen, to read, um, or to watch or do whatever. And yeah, it, it has been looking back into history now, where we are now, and we see um, the trajectory that we're on, and then when you can look back at history and you go, okay, wow, we have just completely screwed everything up, and I, I blame that on us just being humans, and I think it's because we're naturally sinful, but it, it is ridiculous when you look at this and go, wow, this could have all been avoided if Joe Schmo hadn't lied about some random event in 19... 19- 35 or whenever it was you know right we, we we could probably be trusting the media right now if it hadn't become common practice to, to lie and get viewers right and so i think that in in today's world people need to just look at things with a grain of salt um and jackson has a very good point that when we say you know do your research that's a very broad thing to tell people to do and i um we're I'm definitely guilty of that, of being like, hey, you need to look into this. And then I don't like the source that, that they give, or I don't like the source that, or they don't like the source I give. And it, it is a very difficult position to be um, in a world where you literally can't trust anything. Common sense goes a long way. Being able to kind of put it together and realize, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. How does that flip like that so quickly? Um it's just, like you said, take everything with a grain of salt. Do a little bit of digging um, both sides. Like if you want to go into Fox News, BBC, NBC, CBC. Um, it's, you know, you just got to... Alphabet soup. Right, you know. Just look into it a little bit. Kind of figure out the true story, the full story, because both sides aren't going to give you the full story, and they're definitely going to give you a... Um, kind of elaborate and um 
uh, b- uh, very big uh, narrative push to their side. Mm-hmm. Manipulating a story is very easy, like you said, with the uh, ghost of what was it, Kaleev, right? Or Kaleev. Kaleev is how you pronounce it. Um, where uh, there's a bunch of videos of a jet flying around, shooting down other Russian jets, and that's just all video game footage. Um, it's very easy to make up your own narrative to what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't do your research or dig into it a little bit, you can get trapped into a very um, narrow narrative. So, yeah. Well, scary times. I say we're we're getting close to the forty minute mark, and uh, wondering if if I feel like I feel like I've uh, possibly really talked way more than everybody else. So if there's anything else that uh that y'all wanna wanna cover or talk about before we get ready to close, I mean, not really. It's just a. I mean, just like what you said about the whole do your research kind of thing, and like how people, you know, the sources. I mean, just people just gotta find, you know, it's it's just a it's a touchy topic. It's it's a touchy subject because like we gotta like pick out sources because like if someone said, "Yo, use like CNN," and I'm like, "Nah, I'm not gonna use CNN." You know, it's just like cause CNN. It wouldn't be the thing for me, but if someone just like pull up a different source or something that I know that isn't like like far left and i would be like okay no i might i might look into it right i might give it a shot it's just well it's all about what they come off as like if they're coming off and they're like yo bro this tour sucks use mine and i'm like never mind nope not gonna do it it's all about how you come off as you know, if you come off as like welcoming you're like you know come see what my point of view is i think everything should be fine mm-hmm. right well yeah i think at least to that, I think that it can be, um, I don't think that you're wrong, but I think it can be very easy to slip into um, a kind of, you know, tunnel vision of, you know, th- I, um, it's very easy for people to understand their own point of view, if that makes sense. And it's, it, you know, you, you're may- not making sense because I don't, because I disagree. Or they say you're being totally ridiculous because they don't just they don't agree with me, and I 100% believe in objective truth. I think that there is a right and wrong, um, and I think that there's always a choice one way or the other. Um, but I do think that that we are very easily swayed into um, kind of an egocentric uh, point of view, where you know it, it's difficult for us to understand um another's viewpoint and a couple years ago i wrote um i wrote a short paper about barbarism and barbarism originated because um the ancient greeks they didn't like people that didn't speak greek and they a a barbarian is typically envisioned as like a a caveman or a dumb person it was a that term originated because the greeks basically called anybody that didn't speak Greek a barbarian because they thought that any language that wasn't Greek just sounded like bar, bar, bar. And it it came from a very um, narrow-minded viewpoint that Greece is the greatest and anybody that's not from here is stupid and they're dumb and they, they can't speak well. Um, and what I wrote in the paper that I wrote was it is a very much um, the grass is greener on my side 
rather than the typically used opposite of that. Um, we all have this vision of what is great and what is perfect in our own minds. And 99.9% .9 of the time, that's not what other people think, and it's not actually obtainable. And finding that balance with others and finding the balance within your own subconscious and what you think is where we can actually thrive. Right. Yep. Look at you, smarty pants. <laughs> yeah. It was I always homeschooled. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, um, well, this has been a very, very productive conversation, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that was a good way to end it off. So don't be such a barbarian, you people listening. You know, Come on. Just, just listen to everybody. Now, I may listen to you and then tell you you're, you're dead wrong, but, you know. That's, I think that's the biggest takeaway is we just don't start speaking Greece, but. <laughs> yeah revert back to uh revert back to greek All right now well thank you everybody who uh who made it this far and who listened we really appreciate it and we really hope that um we really hope that you're able to take in what we're saying and um you know whether whether you use it in your own life or not that um you can better understand the way that we think and we would love to hear from you and hear how you think and open up conversation because we really do believe that that is um, that really is the best way to do things. Um, we we did Twitter. Yeah, we do. We started a Twitter account, so you could follow that. You know, we'll be retweeting things. Uh, Since very fun. got rid of us. Yeah, yeah. In, somehow Instagram booted our our account, but that's okay. It's okay. Um, <laughs> You can reach out to to our personals, uh, Silas the Pear or Aiden Codling or uh, Jackson is uh, J Wayne O three I believe. Dot I forgot the no. dot between um, the E and the O three. My my apologies, but uh, <laughs> ladies, go hit up his DMs. You you know they're open. <laughs> we also have an email now. Yes, yep. If you want to email the show, it is. Uh, it is the weekly string podcast at gmail.com, I believe. Yep. So yeah, we, we would love to hear from you in any format. Um, we, we appreciate you listening and we cannot wait to, uh, to have some more conversations in the near future. Jackson, Andreas, thank you so much for joining us once again. We love having you. Thanks yeah. for having us. Well, this has been episode six of the Weekly String Podcast, where there are no strings attached. Thank you all so much for listening. Have a wonderful night. Life could be a dream If I could take you up in paradise up above If you would tell me I'm the only one that you love Life could be a dream Sweetheart, hello, hello again Shaboom, and open, we'll meet again, boom Then I'll need it